Welcome to Trial Stories, an informative discussion of civil justice with a focus on the human story. I'm your host, Arkady Frechtman, a New York City trial lawyer passionate about helping serious injury victims and their families. Hi, everybody. My name is Arkady Frechtman. I'm a personal injury attorney. And I wanted to talk about this trial we did last year in 2019, where we were able to successfully win um, a bicyclist knockdown case. So this was a, um, a young kid, 18 years old. He was working at a cafe. And after about midnight, he was done with his shift. He was a busboy cleaning and whatnot. And he lived just a few blocks away. So he got on his bike and he was riding home. And um, he had the green light, you know, no one on the road, and all of a sudden, as he's going through uh, an in- intersection, uh, a black Mercedes comes speeding right through the red light, hits him, just T-bones him. He flies off the off the bike onto the hood of the car, and then down onto the ground. And the injury he sustained was a clavicle fracture, so it's the bone like right here that runs uh, horizontally, and you could see here um, we had some exhibits, so. He had a clavicle fracture, and um, so we, we we showed the jury uh, you know pictures of the fracture. We showed the actual X-rays showing where the where the broken bone was, and um, so here you could also see the clavicle running across. And we we talked about the fact that it's a serious injury; it's a broken bone, and this particular fracture was comminuted, which means that little little pieces of, uh, of the bone were there. It didn't, he didn't need surgery. The, the fracture was able to heal without surgery, but it was mildly comminuted, so he did have some pieces. And the way it healed after the, after the injury was that he had a little bit of a bump, like a little bit of a protrusion here because of the way it healed. So, um, so we were talking about just generally about the, uh, the bone itself, uh, different views of the bone. Um, how people get affected by it, and uh, and how the, that particular clavicle interacts with everything else. Because you see here, the clavicle is in the front, but it connects to the shoulder muscle, which then connects to various muscles in your thoracic spine, which is your mid-back. It connects to muscles in your neck, like the C1, C7 connects to the shoulder. So it kind of affects everything. And he ended up having some neck injuries, too, like bulging discs. Um, so basically, um, we showed the, that, we showed the injury to the neck, how the disc would rupture beyond the actual disc itself, and the leak would touch the nerve roots, and then that in turn would cause pain, and then the pain from the neck would shoot into the arms. That's called radiculopathy, or uh, radiating pain, so it's traveling down to the arms. And then, you know, again, we showed the disc, the way the disc, um, leaks through because a disc like you can see here in the photo a disc is basically like a perfect circle right and it sits between two vertebrae which are bone and then you have these rings inside the disc kind of like if you cut a tree and you look at the tree the tree has rings and people say that's how old the tree is well the same thing with a disc but each of these rings is a wall so for that nucleus that uh, jelly to break through all of these walls and then to leak outside of the disc and touch the nerve roots, that's a pretty serious impact. That's a pretty serious injury. So we 
We explained that to the jury. And this particular case, we actually had a claim for uh, some lost wages. He was going to school, but he had plans to become an accountant. And because of this uh, crash, he wasn't able to um, ever finish school because he wasn't able to write with, with a broken clavicle. So we claim that it's called unrealized occupation. He would have been an accountant, but he ended up losing a year, two years behind. And then because of other you know, financial constraints, he ended up um, doing other things like driving an Uber and just you know making ends meet. And then now he may still do that, become an accountant, but he's way behind now. So, so we claimed that, and that was, I think, the total of about uh, $60,000 for the unrealized occupation because of the, the delay in becoming uh, an accountant, which is what he wanted to do. So altogether, we tried this case. We tried the entire case in about, um, about one day. We, we spent one day picking the jury and the other day doing the trial. It's called a summary jury trial. It's a new um, method that they have in Brooklyn. And so everything has to be done really quick. So you put on opening statement is 10 minutes. You put on the plaintiff. He testifies. That's under an hour. Uh, you can do a medical presentation instead of asking doctors to come in because a doctor would have to uh, charge for putting all his patients on hold, coming in and testifying. He might charge $5,000. Some doctors will charge $10,000. It doesn't make sense. This was a case against Allstate with a 100000 policy. So it was a limited policy. And it didn't make sense to pay a doctor 10000 to come in and to spend, you know, maybe two weeks or a week doing a trial like this. So we just did it in one day. We ended up getting a favorable verdict. I believe the verdict altogether was 135, 100 and, I think it was 135000 The jury allowed for some of the economic loss. And they allowed for the um, the pain and suffering. So altogether, it was about 130, which which was more than the the hundred thousand dollar policy. So I hope this has been helpful. This is just how some of the cases get tried. And uh, now in Corona, we're, we're we're spending time reviewing our our active cases, getting them ready for trial. But and looking back at some of the older cases to to do a an analysis because obviously there's no trials going on. But hopefully soon, hopefully soon we'll get back in there. Okay, stay safe, stay healthy. Talk to everyone soon. Have a great day.